Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 3, Episode 42. Parker, what are we talking about today? On today's road trip, CJ and I are recapping the NBA's All-Star Weekend. Mm -hmm. Then we go on the Turnpike and continue our MLB Division Preview Series. This week, the AL Central. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Then we wrap things up with our QB carousel. A lot of changes could be on the horizon under center in the NFL next season. Yeah, we have 16 teams that kind of like are the the teams that have the debate on uh, who they want, you know, what their quarterbacks are going to be. Maybe they move, maybe they don't. All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Uh, welcome back. We're getting into the recap of the NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, kind of, you know, was bad, then yeah. really, really good, Yeah. and then bad again. I'm being honest here. I didn't watch a lick of it. Well, so, I watched highlights, right? Like, I know what happened. Right. And I saw highlights of, like, the dunk contest, the three-point contest. But I did I watch it live? No, I didn't. No, I didn't either because I'm not, I'm not, like, dialed in like that. However... I'm not going to sit here and state that I didn't watch the highlights and enjoy them. Like, right. Oh, yeah. you know, the, the dunk contest now has become, it, it's almost like, what can you do now? Yeah. And, I mean, we're going to get into it. But, like, I'm I'm saying I've seen some stuff now that I didn't yeah. think I'd see. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and start off with the three-point competition. This uh, has become the dunk contest, like equivalent. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, the dunk contest back in, like, the 90s. Oh, sure. Oh, man. Like, now it's like, oh, man, I can't wait to see the three-point contest. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what the game is kind of transitioned to nowadays. Right, right. Uh, but your competitors were uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Buddy Heald, Lori Markkinen, uh Jason Tatum, Tyler Hero, uh, Julius Randle, and then uh, Kevin Hertzer. Yeah, Kevin uh, Herter. Yeah. Herter. Sorry, why did I put a Z in there? I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> kind of broke it up there. Yeah, like... I, I got Pepsi. Man. Anyway, <laughs> sponsored by Wild Cherry Pepsi. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, like uh, you know, the round one was good. I mean, yeah, Halliburton, who was my favorite to win, yeah, uh, put on a show in round one. He put up thirty-one points. Uh, Dame put up twenty-six. Buddy healed twenty-three. Then Markinen put up twenty as long as t- uh, as well as Tatum, uh, Tyler Hero, Julius Randle, and then Herder was just Herder. I, his stroke was like way off. Like that's not. How I will he say like ball. so. I did watch the first round like lot like not, but I I recorded it and I actually watched it. Right. And Tyler Hero, his shot is not three point contest. Like dude, no, like dude it's was not. taking forever. Like he's jump like the Halliburton has the perfect stroke for three point contest. Yeah, he, he has no lift. And Tyler Hero's like jumping. It's just right on his. He just yeah. he just puts it up with his toes. Whereas like or Hero's like jumping forward. I'm like yo, like jumping you know you know you're timed on this, bro. Yeah, that's what makes it tough. Right. Yeah, and you know Halliburton, I think he he got out of rhythm because of yeah. you know like he had he shot what second or third, yeah. and then all of a sudden he had to wait, and he was the last person to shoot in the finals. Mm-hmm. So 
because he had, he had he, a long wait. He had a long wait, and his shot got cold. So I mean, whatever. Anyway, so your final, you know, kind of, you know, putting the cart before the horse there. Uh, Halliburton uh, with 17 points in the final. Buddy Heal with 25, but Dame Lillard, winner of the day, 26 goes back to back. 26, yeah, buzzer beater with the uh, with the with the money ball, yeah, yeah, to uh, put up two points to beat Buddy. Like if it goes in. He wins. If, if he doesn't, doesn't he loses. Yeah. Like and and it was just like, Dame time, and just put it in. <laughs> yeah. But that's what Damian Lillard does. Oh yeah. So I mean, congrats to him. It looked good. Uh, let's get to the dunk contest. Dude, it was. I mean, a, so a lot of young guys that you don't necessarily know. One you definitely didn't. Know. <laughs> yeah, one you definitely didn't know. Definitely didn't. Know. And then three guys that you're like, if you're fringe NBA, you probably don't know any of them. Right. But if you're but if, if you're, you're in, you in, know them, yeah, right? Like, know like yeah. I mean, I'm not even locked into NBA, and I know them. So <laughs> that's fair. Let's go ahead and hit <laughs> with the uh, the two that didn't make it past round one. Uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. Dude, he's he's awesome. He's got some lift. Dude, I, I he's a fun watch. He is a fun watch in the game. I mean, his dunks were okay. I mean, the 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 stolen ball to the yeah to the off the backboard dunk. I mean, that was kind of cool. And uh, Jer- um, you know, Jericho Sims, he loves putting his arm in the rim. Yeah, he <laughs> he literally did a like did a double arm in the rim, yeah. like to the elbow, and then he did the one arm in, but he did like a little like. Half pump fake, yeah. and then in, which is impressive. I mean, don't get me cool, wrong. But it's like a, I've seen it. B, it's like, dude, can we be a little bit? Yeah, more like creative? give me, give me something different than the arm and the rim both times, right? Right. right. That's why I think he fell off. Yeah. Uh, you know, Trey Murphy, his first dunk was meh. His second dunk, nice, was really good. I yeah. mean, under the backboard, flipped it up, came in and, and slammed it, but yeah. Let's talk about the man of the hour. Yeah, man of the hour. Dude, Mac McClung put up 50, 50, 50, 50 yeah. to win it. I mean, all of his dunks were creative. All of his dunks had a lot of skill involved, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of ups. Yeah. I mean. And you know what? He had showmanship. Yeah. Like, for, like, the, the last dunk, like, he put on, like, Different jersey. Yeah, yeah, the the, like, the what's it, Gate City. Yeah, yeah, it's high, I think it was his high school jersey. It was jersey. high school jersey, yeah. And just to throw it out there, he's from Virginia. Yeah, there you go. So, but yeah, I mean, look, he doesn't play for the Sixers. Uh, he's on the team, but, like, he doesn't play. Yeah, well, he's he's not even, like, he's he bounces back and forth between the, the G League and, yeah. and up top. But uh, Dude Man's got some ups, and... Uh, he he's he was a fun watch. Yeah, he and I think he will be fun in the league when he gets there. <laughs> yeah. He's probably a couple years out, but yeah. at the same yeah. time, like I mean, fun watch for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mac McClung, you don't know it, find it. And if you didn't watch the dunk contest, if you want the highlights, literally go on YouTube and there's yeah. every dunk in sixty seconds. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna be like, oh, that was kind of cool. Oh, that was kind of cool. Oh, that was kind of cool. sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. Jericho Sims. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get Trey Murphy and Mac yeah. McClung in the finals. Yeah. And like the finals were great, by the way. Yeah. Uh that that kind of highlighted it really well. But it like the dunk contest was really solid and it was impressive that you you had four young guys. Yep. To, uh, like you don't really I mean, unless you're locked into the NBA, you don't know these guys. Yeah. Like you know Kenny Martin Jr. because his dad played in the league. Yep. Jericho Sims. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> let's stop talking about him. Yeah, Trey Murphy, like solid, and then Mac McClung. He he's 
a G League guy. Yeah, well, unless unless you're a Sixers fan, you don't know. Right, so. right. But like they put on a show, it was, it was really nice. It was really fun. I loved it. All right, let's get back to the uh, the last part of the All Star Weekend. Um, I I don't know how I felt about the draft. Um, yeah. Because they did a day of. Like I think. I mean, it's kind of cool. Yeah, but it's like, like pickup hoops. Like okay, you're on my. T- but like I don't know. Yeah, what? I think they needed to keep the Elam ending. Yeah. Which they didn't. You know, do well because it, like if it's not close, it's 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 whatever. Yeah. But uh, uh, Giannis beat LeBron for the first time ever. This is the first time LeBron has lost an All Star game in this new <laughs> format. By the way, he was five and zero coming in. Yeah. Uh, LeBron had Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brown, Paul George, uh, Halliburton, Julius Randle, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Jalen Jackson, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Luca, and uh, the Joker. And then Giannis had uh, Dame Lillard, True Holiday, Shea Gildress-Alexander, DeMar DeRozan, Pascal Siakam, Bam Adebayo, Sabonis, uh, Jason Tatum, who ended up with your MVP, by the way, mm-hmm. John Morant, Spider, yeah. and then uh, Lori Markkinen. I do, <laughs> I do like when you look at, like, okay, LeBron's team, a lot of American players, and then you look at Giannis's team, and it's just like, like a lot of yeah foreign players and like guys with long last names it's like well that that's 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 the way it should be yeah i mean here's the thing though like Giannis even like jumped the gun and 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 grabbed jaw like before it was even his turn or something like that there was like <laughs> yeah. some cons- conspiracy with conspiracy. the draft <laughs> whatever yeah yeah whatever but, uh yeah i mean that was that was kind of interesting for the All Star Game, but and I know they drafted the starters last because yeah. they, they didn't want a, a la- anyone to be a last pick. Yeah, you know but I mean? it's like who cares? You, but you knew who was the last pick, right? Like, yeah, it was still the last pick. It just didn't happen to like, be the last pick. Like, are we really caring about an All Star's feelings? He's on the team. team. Yeah, like he, he made it. Yeah, it's, Get out it's, here with not, this. it's not like you're like some dorky kid in, in school that's like oh, i don't want him on my team rocking the pocket protector with the like <laughs> yeah inch thick glasses i guess he's on my team yeah that was me by the way no i'm just kidding um <laughs> anyway but yeah i mean it was just a boring game yeah. it was just a three-point contest again yeah. with a dunker two mixed in yeah um I, the all-star game needs a tweak i don't know what they can do like do you do you have any like suggestions on like what they can do to tweak it i don't know I mean, honestly, I don't know. Unless, like, maybe they could broaden the field out. Like, I mean, you got 12 guys, right? Yeah. But, like, let's make it 15. And then... All right, so this is going to sound, like, super weird. Okay. But I, you don't know... I, I, I'm guessing you don't know what League of Legends is, right? I've heard it, but I don't really know Okay, so, like, competitive League of Legends, and for all you nerds out there that know this... <laughs> um. What you do is you pick you pick bands, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what my suggestion would be: you get 15 guys, mm-hmm. all like you get a quarter, right? You get a quarter. I like that. And then before quarter four, you one Elam ending it, and then you put bands on the other team. So like you can't play this player, hmm. okay? You can't play this player. You can't play this player. Uh-huh. You can't play this player. And you literally put up four bands per team, and then the team huddles up and picks their five for the last quarter. Except, I mean, with an Elam ending. And the reason why I say that, like with Elam ending, sometimes more defense gets prevalent, 
things of that nature. Uh-huh. Somebody's hot, right? Like you would never think Luca would be would not be banned with his scoring potential. Uh-huh. He only put up four points in an All Star game. He's just not there for it. Yeah. So I wouldn't ban Luca. Right. But like you would think, like I mean, you know, maybe you ban like all their all their centers, mm-hmm. like and make them play small. Like it would be strategic. I I think it'd be cool. I I doubt it would happen because everybody'd be like, "What is this?" Yeah. But I don't know. I but, mean, my my the, I mean, the biggest problem with this is nobody who makes the team has incentive incentive to play hard. They yeah. don't. They don't want to get hurt. Yep. And so like. That's, I mean, that's why it's They okay. walk up the court. It's like, that's why we're just going to jack up threes and like, oh, you're a fast break where no one's within a cor- like a half-court distance of you. I'm going to I'm gonna do a cool dunk that yeah. I did in warm-ups that I can do in my sleep. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's kind of cool, like certain things. It's like, oh, that was awesome. But like, it wears off real quick. Yeah, it does. I'm with you. So uh, it's 100% like, I'm with you. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, I know he didn't play this year because of injury, but like Steph Curry, oh, yeah, it's cool seeing him drain a three from like 45 feet. Right. But, I mean, it gets it gets old. Yeah, it does. Like, it's, like at least like when 90s basketball, mm-hmm. at least like they, they played hard. Like yeah. they wanted to win. They wanted that bragging right. Now it's like, huh, I don't care. Do they? Do you think, I mean, this is, like I know baseball did it for the – the All Star Game, they they put Awful. home home court advantage or home Awful. field advantage. I don't I don't like that. Well, I'm just saying, like that's an idea. I I don't I don't think it'll work, but it's an idea because it would give the incentive for the players that yeah to play yeah. Now and that's you know I I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not saying I like I, I like the draft portion too much to to yeah. say. Hey, let's I mean I that. like the I like the draft and that's a cool thing that they put into it. They're televising it and it's cool. But like, like I I want the game to actually be like entertaining. Yeah. And and for me, as someone who likes basketball as a basketball fan, I don't want to just see like that's why I don't watch the All Star game because it's like oh it's just they're like lollygagging up and down the court and just chucking it long distance and like shooting threes and having some dunks. It's like well, that's not that's not basketball. What if what if you incentivized defense? So let's like. Let's make it this way. You have one cat that can't come across half court. So now your offense is four versus five. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. You always have five on defense, four four for the offense. I mean, it might might lessen the score. I don't know. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know. But, like, you got to increase defense. Because it's somewhere. gotten to a point now. It's like, all right, guys, uh, let's uh, – they didn't do it this year. But it's like, all right, first to 200. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, like, and it's been that way for a long time. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, maybe maybe y'all can tell us. Yeah. Let us know at the Sports GPS on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. Like, just hit us up and, and give us your ideas and suggestions on can, can the NBA fix All Star the All Star game? Yeah, it's the All Star game. The weekend is it's, it's cool. all right. Like the it's events fun. are cool. Like you know they had the skills competition, three point competition, dunk contest, like. And they made some tweaks to improve it, but like the game itself is just it's it's hard to watch. Hot garbage, hot it garbage, is hot, for garbage. Sure. hot garbage, hot garbage. Yeah. All right, when we return, we're gonna get to the hot garbage division <laughs> in baseball, known as the AL Central, and who's gonna win that mess? All that when we return.
Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're heading into CJ's favorite division in baseball, the AL Central. Oh, yeah. And we're giving a preview for each team, and at the end, we'll give our picks. So, we're going to start with the Cleveland Guardians. I know one of your favorites. Yeah, one of my, my favorite team. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. <laughs> I thought this team had zero chance of doing anything last year. That's fair. And then they won the division. Yeah. They played like that. That thrilling pitching matchup mm-hmm. for game one of the wild card series. And I'm sitting here buying furniture going, how's this thing in the 16th and it's still 0-0? Zero, zero? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, Terry Francona's great. Uh, let's not lie to ourselves. He's awesome in the dugout. Yeah. I don't think they can repeat. But can they? Maybe. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Like, this division's so wide open. Yeah. It was a nice story last year. I mean, you add Josh Bell, youngest team in baseball. Mike Zanino, right? Like you got, you got some pop now. Yeah, I, your pitching's still good. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe, but like, uh, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. It, it, it's really how much does their offense carry them? Right. I mean, okay, they won ninety-two games last year. Can they do it again this year? That's that's asking a lot. Right. Um. I also but, hate the fact that their name is the Guardians now. Yeah, we we hate the Guardians. Well, so that was funny. A friend of mine sat there and was like, "When did they become the Guardians?" And I was like, "It's happened this past year." <laughs> yeah, it was good. I didn't think I was stroking out for four straight years. I was like, "Yeah, it's 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 relatively new." Yeah, but I mean, when you go through the roster, I mean, there's not a lot of like like boom in your face. But like, okay, let's look at the rotation. That's their strength. Shane Bieber, awesome. Tristan McKenzie, I think he could be, like, borderline Cy Young guy. Like, I think he's that good. Yeah, he's got the stuff. Cal Quantrill's good. Aaron Savali, that's a pretty good number four. I think a big – he has to have a big year this year. Zach Plezak, he had a bad year last year. Right. One of the different – like, their bullpen is really – I mean, Emmanuel Classe, probably the best closer in the game. And, like – but, like, nobodies. Like, legitimate nobodies. I yeah. mean – they pitch great. I'm not sitting there saying that they shouldn't be. They on, should be household names. Come on, but James Karinchak. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the man had a 208 ERA last year. Yeah. But I mean, like you, their their lineup doesn't scare you, right? I no. mean, Stephen Kwan's probably gonna lead off, followed by Ahmed Rosario. Who? Look, in, I'm, I bet you the the Mets are like, really, this guy's actually like a good player, like good defender, so, like can handle the bat a little bit. Jose Ramirez, annual MVP candidate. Josh Naylor's got some power. Can he, like, further develop? Oscar Gonzalez, I don't know much about him, but he had had a big some big postseason moments. Josh mm-hmm. Bell's an upgrade at first base. Andres Jimenez is more of a glove. Zunino, he's not an overall, like, offensive guy. Like, he's not going to hit 300, but he's got pop. And the he mild- might not have an OPS over 300. Let's be honest. But, uh, let's be honest. Yeah, I know. I, I, remember. I think his OPS last year was – sorry, I'm not talking OPS. I'm talking uh, all-base percentage. Okay. His OPS is probably going to be like 800, but right. that's because all he does is either hit a homer or hit a weak fly ball or strike out. Right. I remember Mike Zanino in college at Florida. Like, dude was a really good hitter, and it just kind of – he was drafted high and it fell off. Miles Straw, good defensive player. Like, they, they have – like, they have a good team. Like, it, it works. Like, the parts fit together – Terry Francona knows how to press the right buttons. So they're definitely in the mix. Do I think they're going to repeat in the division? We have to find out when we make our picks later. But, I mean, this division is so weak, it's it's not even funny. I mean, how many – he's had, what, 10 years in the league? 
I'm talking Mike Zunino. Yeah, yeah. He's had he's had three seasons over 300 on on base percentage, and yeah. his best was 331. Yeah, not a strength, and 331 is like average. It's average, right? It's it, hot. Yeah, coverage. look, yeah, he's not an on base guy. He he's gonna either hit a home run, hit a fly ball, or strike, strike out. out. That's pretty much that's it. it. All right, uh, let's go ahead and jump to you know probably the the team that. Is the most interesting in the division, uh-huh. the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, they, they were definitely, arguably the most disappointing team in the league last year, mm-hmm. led by Tula Larusa, who did retire again. Yep, um, he's a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he's not a great manager, but it it definitely definitely did not work his second go around with the White Sox. Right, they hired Pedro Pedro uh, Giflow? I, I don't know. Griffal, I think that's his yeah, name. Yeah, I... He was, he was a bench coach for the Royals. Right. Well-respected. Um, they didn't make a ton of, like, changes. They did add Mike Clevenger, the rotation, to replace Johnny Cueto. They signed Andrew Benatendi, who I wanted the Braves to get, to the largest contract in White Sox free... Like, as a free agent in White Sox history. Five years, $75 million. That is crazy to think about. In 2023, that $75 million is the largest contract you've given to somebody in free agency. They did lose Jose Abreu and A.J. Pollock, which is a loss for sure, especially Abreu. Despite an unimpressive 2022, this team is too talented not to bounce back. Like, I just think, like, they, they're they better than what they were last year, and I think I think they could have a big year. I mean, I think you were saying earlier that uh, they're going to do it for Liam Hendricks. Yeah, he's uh, battling cancer. Prayers go out for him. Yeah. Prayers out for him. Yeah. I, I, I don't see the Chicago White Sox doing anything crazy here. You don't think so? No. I mean, well, so we didn't talk about Cleveland's over-under at 86 uh, and a half. You over-under? I'm under on them, but okay. let's be honest. Uh, Chicago's is 83 <laughs> and a half. I'm over. Uh, I, man, that's like the number. You really? Like, legitimately, I think it's like 83, 84. I don't, I don't see this team doing much. Why? Like, I mean, their pitching is good, but... Their offense is, is streaky. I think if Tim Anderson has a bounce back here, that's better. Well, he honestly, he was probably the most consistent guy on their offense. But because Benatendi's going to be, he he's an upgrade. Luis Roberts, like that's the thing. Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, Yon Moncada, super talented. Can yep. they stay on the field? Correct. Andrew Vaughn, he's going to be getting the everyday duties at first base. High draft pick. He's super talented. Grandall, can you be what you were in L.A. a couple of years ago? I'm never a fan of Grandall. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have signed him to what they did. I mean, Gavin Sheets, cool. <laughs> yeah. Gonzalez, cool. Like, I mean, yeah. It like it. This lineup's gonna basically come down to the top three guys and Anderson, Benatendi, and Robert. Yeah. Like, is anybody else? Like, I don't think. Well, I think Jimenez. If, again, if he can stay on the field, I think he could have a big year. Yeah, but. sure, but I mean, and they're only gonna ask him to DH. So that helps, but honestly, I just I don't I don't love Chicago. Yeah, and it it's not I love the other Chicago. Yeah, don't love don't love you know the White Sox, and, I, and it's not it's not a problem. It's just I like the rotation, like Dylan Cease, like he, he you could have definitely made the case he should have won the Cy Young in the American League. You could have, yeah. Lance, Lance Lynn, he's as consistent as against Lucas Giolito. You need to bounce back. Yeah, like, you were a one. And you pitched like a five last yeah. year, so I'm I'm expecting him to bounce back. Michael Kopech, can you stay healthy because your arm talent is second to none? Right. That's why they acquired you, and like you're you're like a 
fifth starter slash like long reliever like can give you some innings out of the pen. Like you're you're super talented. You're throwing a hundred, but like can you stay on the field? Like that's that's the biggest thing with Kopech. Right. So I mean, again, like the white. I think it's the number. I think eighty three or eighty four wins is where I'm at. Like I'm not betting this line. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think this is. I think this is right. I got the over, but not by much. That's fair. All right. Uh, let's go to the Twins, Minnesota. Your team. This is an interesting squad. A very interesting squad. They were better than the 78 wins that they had last year. They made some additions, kept some guys. Uh, I mean, the the saga of Carlos Correa yeah. ended up finalizing here in Minnesota. I mean, they got Joey Gallo, Michael A. Taylor, Christian Vasquez. They acquired Pablo Lopez. So, I mean, their, their rotation's good. Yeah. Who's their closer going to be? We don't know. Right. But let's just go ahead and look at their lineup. Byron Buxton, you know, like, Great yeah. center fielder. Carlos Correa, Jorge Blanco, Max Kepler. Um, Jose Miranda. Yeah, Joey Gallo. I mean, it, can Gallo make a bounce back? I don't know. Right. Um, Kirloff. Yeah, Nick Christian, Gordon, Vasquez. I do like the Christian Vasquez behind the plate. Like, I think one thing I like about Minnesota is, like, their additions, like, they improve their defense. Right. I think I think people, like, undervalue, like, defense. Like, Michael A. Taylor, awesome defensive center fielder. Mm-hmm. Vasquez behind the dish. Joey Gallo, I know he's not like a like he's he's a slugger. He's not Mr. Yeah. Defense, but you know. I honestly think that they put they put Gallo at D H and yeah, then probably. put Michael A. Taylor and then move Buxton to a corner. Hmm. You think Buxton's going to a corner? I mean, I would you rather have Michael A. Taylor or would you rather have Buxton playing center field? I'd uh, rather have Michael A. Taylor and move Buxton to a corner. I mean it's a wash defensively. I, I think I think Taylor's slightly better. Just because he's okay. faster. So I would take I would take Taylor and then move Buxton to a corner. Okay, that's just my personal opinion. But I mean, maybe Buxton's like, ha, no. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I I also think eighty four and a half as a win uh, over under total for the Twins. Yeah, I think it's that's... an under. I I do. I think it's an under. Yeah, I'm I'm I, I'm I think I'm an under because I think they're eighty four. Like I think they're like at the number. Well, yeah, like and, and that's what I'm saying. The winner of this division is like between eighty four and eighty seven wins. Yeah, probably. There's not a 90 win winner, like a 90 win team in this in this division. There's not. Yeah, that's fair. And so I'm, I'm basically like, man, on every single team. Yeah. So especially because you have to play everybody now, and yeah. this is by far the weakest division in baseball. I do think bound schedule makes the the over under interesting for this division because, the, like uh, these next two teams that we're going to talk about, like they could easily be sellers of the league of the mm-hmm. American League. And you're not playing them 19 times. Yeah. Like if you're Cleveland, Chicago, Minnesota. So, right. you know, let's let's talk about one of those teams, the Detroit Tigers. Look, I was wrong on them. They were a sleeper for me last year. I had them making the playoffs. I was way wrong. Way wrong. They won 66 games last year. Yeah. I think they're better than that. Yeah. And it's Miguel's Miguel Cabrera's uh, swan song. It's yep. going to be his final year. He's, mm-hmm. It'll be his 21st season. Um. First ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. You can make the case. Greatest right hand. It's between him and Pools. Greatest right handed hitter of this generation. Correct. So, but I, I like, there are definitely some pieces. Like when you look at their, their lineup that, mm-hmm. okay, Akil Badu, Riley Green, I think is going to be a stud. Javi yep. Baez, we know how great he can be, but he's streaky. Yep. Austin Meadows. Can he find it again? Yeah. Like that's honestly, can he yeah. find it again? Right. Uh, uh, Spencer Torkelson was yep. a top pick. Yep. Kerry Carpenter, I don't know much about him. 
Eric Haas, Behind the Dish, Nick Maton. Scrappy. Yeah, yeah, Scrappy. Him him and Jonathan Scope are both Scrappy. Oh, yeah. I, Jonathan Scope, like, if he's your nine hitter, like, dude, that guy can hit 30 home runs from the nine spot. Right. You know, and, and the rotation is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, Matt Boyd. Michael Lorenzen. Uh, Matt Manning, Spencer Turnbull, or Casey Mays. If, if Mays makes if, a splash if, if Casey Mays, like, pitches, like, yeah, the number one pick. Was. Like what what he's capable of, and we've seen, I mean in the minor leagues he threw a no hitter. Like right. he's that good. It just can he stay on the field and uh, get take take one of those spots. Michael Lorenzen's an interesting guy. Like that guy's super talented. I mean he's a reliever, starter. Posi- I mean he's pinch hit. Like he he can swing the bat as well as a pitcher. Right. Like this is his opportunity to be like a mainstay in a rotation. We'll see if he can take full advantage of it. Over under sixty eight and a half. I'm taking the over. I think I'm over. Yeah. Not by much, but I think I'm, I'm over. I'm over by a lot. And oh, we'll, I, we'll yeah. see this here in a second. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to this last team, Kansas City. Uh, they lost 97 games last year. Uh-huh. Uh, they, listen, they're a fun watch. They got a lot of young talent, but yeah. the young talent can't carry them. No. Uh, their young talent's like B talent compared to Baltimore's young talent, so it makes it a little tough. Uh, well, Bobby Wood Jr. ain't no B talent. Well, yeah, but like outside of like I'm saying outside of him, I got you. All the rest of their young talents, B talent. But I like, MJ Melendez, like I think that guy, I think he can, cause like he can catch, he can play the outfield. They'll pro- they'll I guess they'll play him at DH to start the year. Sal Perez is still get, doing it behind the plate. Right. Benny Pasquantino, who I did grow up with, I I played basketball with his brother. <laughs> Uh, he's he's a stud first baseman, big guy, like massive power. Right. But then the rest of the lineup, it's like okay, Edward Ol- Olivares, I don't know much about. Yeah. Kyle Is Isbell, Hunter Dozier, solid third baseman. Michael Massey and Drew Waters, former Braves top prospect, he'll get a shot to play every day in the bigs. You got Grinky as his swan song with yep. Jordan Lyles, Brady Singer, Ryan Yarbaugh, and Brad Keller. Brady Singer's a stud. Yeah, he is. And, like, I'm not sitting here saying that this team couldn't do some things, but, like... They're a fun watch. The problem is, like, out... I mean, Grinky is in the twilight of his Oh, career. sure. Yeah. Uh, Brady Singer is, is, is going to be the ace of this rotation, even though they have him as third right now. Yeah. Behind uh, Grinky and Lyles. I, I don't love Lyles' stuff right now. I think he's lost a little. Um... Yarball, same thing, but, I mean, you're asking him to be a four. That's fine. Same with Keller. Yeah. Like, they've got a lot of pieces that, like, eh, they could. Hey, they got to roll this Chapman in the pen. Woot. <laughs> uh, so, here's the thing. The Royals, 68 and a half wins. I think they're an under. I think they lose 100 this year. And it's it's no fault of anybody else, but it's just they, they lose 100 this year. They yeah. Because they have to face all the best teams in the league. Yeah. At like, least once. They, yeah. At least, there was it three times? It's a series. Yeah. Well, yeah, I meant like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get you. I get you. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I just, they're a 100 loss team this year for me. Yeah. So, I'm taking the under. I'm def- I'm under two. All right. Yeah. All right, well, let's just get into the picks. So, between the Guardians, the White Sox, the Twins, the Tigers, and the Royals, we're both under on the Royals, so I know we're both not picking them. <laughs> Parker, who you got? I'm taking the White Sox. I picked them last year. They let me down, but I I feel like they're going to bounce back and they're going to make me look good. I'm picking them to win the division this year. Okay. I'm going to take the Tigers. Here's Ooh. the reason why. Uh, for some odd going reason. Going out on a limb. Yeah. It's, I mean, and you know what? 
you got to do something for Michael, uh, uh, for Cabrera, Miguel Cabrera, right? Like, what did the Cardinals do for Pujols? Yeah. What did What are the Tigers going to do for Cabrera? And that's that's where I'm at. And they and they have the man. They have AJ Hinch as their manager, so yeah. he's more than capable of like assembling, like trash okay. cans in the dugout to get the job done. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah, it did, did happen. Did I say that? It did happen. So you know, here's the deal. Like, I'm going to take the Tigers to win 86 games and win the division. Wow. Win the division with 86 wins. Okay, if we're going to go, who's winning and give a win total? I'm going to take the White Sox. I think they're going to win 89 games. Right. 89 games. Fair enough. So, so yeah, that's that's how bad the AL Central is. <laughs> uh, Your favorite division, We will right? never talk about them ever again. Yeah. Ever again. For this year. We, we have to talk about them every year. Yeah. <laughs> but we give it, we give everybody at least one spot. We give, we give one spot for them, and this segment was also 18 minutes too long. Yeah. But it's fine. It's <laughs> only a 19-minute segment. All right, guys. When we return, we get into the fun the twists, the turns, and everything. Quarterback carousel. Who's going where? Who's getting drafted where? When we return after a word from our sponsors. Oh, thanks for that, me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, I'm now upbeat because we're no longer talking about the AL Central. Yeah. yeah. And we're talking about quarterback carousel. Yeah. Woo woo. All right. So here's the deal. Uh, how we did this was we listed every team that isn't, like, guaranteed who's who's going to be their starter, right? right like, right. there's going to be no Chiefs, no Bengals, <laughs> yeah. no Buffalo Bills, no yeah. Eagles, right? no Giants, because I truly believe they're set on Danny Dimes for some stupid odd reason. There's no, <laughs> yeah. you know... Uh, you know, there's no Dallas with Dak Prescott. Yeah. There's no Bears because they got Fields. Yeah. Now, for all you out there that are like, oh, but they could walk away from Fields and and go with it because they have the number one overall pick. Shut up. Well, if if you if you read any draft preview stuff, you know the Bears are not going to take a quarter. They're not taking a quarter because there are a couple guys at the top of the draft, and we'll talk about it more when we when we get our draft. draft segment. Yeah. But there are two guys at the top that they're. They're surefire great players. Like, Hall of Fame yeah. talent. Yeah. It's like, and if you don't pick them, you're dumb. Right. You and should the, be fired. And the only reason why you draft out is if you get a team like Parker's Colts to yeah. to trade <laughs> so yeah. they can get the quarterback they want. Right. So, yeah. Like, all right. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, if, you're, if you're, like, top five pick, if you're not trading up to get a quarterback, you, you need – you're eyeing these guys at the top. Exactly. But. But let's move on to the quarterback. Yeah. So I'm going to run down the list of teams. Uh, we have Houston, Indy, Carolina, New York Jets, the Raiders, the Commanders, the Saints, the Falcons, the Titans, the Bucks, the Rams, the Packers, the Ravens, the Seahawks, and then the 49ers. Uh, there are a lot of teams that need uh, need some help behind center. Correct. I mean, like, and, and I don't know if you noticed, but every team in the NFC South was on here. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, and three of the four teams of the AFC South were on here. Yeah, so the South's got some explaining yeah. to do. Not not strong. I mean, we we just talked about the AL Central and Major League Baseball. These these two these two divisions qualify for the NFL as far as weakest divisions in football. Correct. Who's the only team in your division that's not on here? Houston, Indy. Oh, Jacksonville. That's right, because yeah. they have the prince that's promised. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. All right, uh, let's just go ahead and jump in. Houston, 
Their uh, their first pick in the draft is number two as of right now. Yeah. Uh, Parker, who do you think is going to be their quarterback? I think it's Bryce Young. The Part of the reason why I'm saying that is because I hope they take Bryce Young. It's not because I think he's a bad player. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. I don't like his measurables, but I I, I hope Houston takes him, and I think that's, that's the guy they'll pick. Okay. Because, right. you know, small quarterback in the NFL has become in vogue. Like no, if, if, you're, if you're athletic, you can run the football, and you can win from the pocket. Like, there, there's a place for you in the NFL. I get you there. I get you. Mm-hmm. Who All you right. got? I'm taking C.J. Stroud here. And, oh. and it's mainly because uh, D'Amico Ryans uh, needs to find himself uh, a quarterback that he can mold. Yeah. And C.J. Stroud is moldable. Yeah. Um, I don't like Ohio State quarterbacks, but that's yeah. just me. But, you know, Urban Meyer's not the head coach at Ohio State. Right, that's a very valid point. It's <laughs> usually his maybe, quarterbacks. That maybe times have changed. Ask. Maybe. And maybe C.J. Str- Stroud would be. I'm a fan. Yeah, like, he could be really good. I I just think he goes to Houston. He's the the more measurable player. Yeah. Um. Then so that's, that's where I go there. All I right. think C.J. Stroud goes to Houston at two. My Colts, who do you got? How much Bryce Young? Because okay. if if they can't make the trade with the Bears to get the first pick. to get the first pick, then Indy is Indy stuck at four, mm-hmm. and that's fine because, uh, you know, the Bears don't need a quarterback. They have they have Justin Fields, and uh, I can't remember who's picking three. Uh, oh, Cardinals. They already yeah. they've hutched their wagon to Murray. Right, and and. Uh, uh, Jonathan Gannon is going to want a defensive stud anyway. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about a quarterback there. So you end up with Bryce Young because C.J. Stroud's already gone. All right. I'm taking C.J. Stroud, so we're just flopping Houston and Indianapolis. C.J. Stroud is the guy that I want. The other guy that I'm I'm teetering on that I keep thinking about, I like Will Lewis a lot, but I think C.J. Stroud is the guy that they want and who they will move up if necess- if they need to to get him. Here's the other one that everybody's throwing out. They're – there's been a lot of chatter about Anthony Richardson going yeah. there. Yeah, and, I, and it's because Shane Steichen, offensive coordinator, former offensive coordinator of the Eagles, is now the head coach in Indianapolis, and the quarterback in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts. And there, there's a comp on Anthony Richardson. Maybe he's like a Jalen Hurts-esque type player, so why not draft him so Shane Steichen can mold and develop him? I guess that's fair. I, and like like I said, I, I – I don't I think hate you could it, do but the same thing it. with Bryce Young. Right, right. So that's the reason why I like Bryce Young. If we want to go down that road where it's like, oh, well, he's kind of like Jalen Hurts and Shane Steichen was the offensive coordinator, give, give me Bryce Young. Yeah, that's Give fair. me Bryce Young. That's fair. All right, let's go to Carolina next. Who you got? <laughs> Speaking of Anthony Richardson, that's where I have him going. Yeah, tee it up. I teed you up right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, listen, I like that play. Here's the thing. We are picking quarterbacks not that get drafted, that – that uh, we are picking quarterbacks for week one. Yeah. I like Anthony Richardson getting drafted by Carolina, but I think Carolina brings Sam Darnold back because he was four and two as a starter for them last okay. year. And he looked good to start the previous year mm-hmm. with them in 2021. I like Sam Darnold. So I think Sam Darnold is the week one starter in Carolina. Frank Wright can mold him and improve him. Yeah, I think so. All right. For sure. All right. New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's going to come out of his darkness retreat and go, you know what? I want to be in the bright lights in New York City. Speaking of his darkness retreat, he just ended it yesterday or today. Correct. And that's what I'm saying. He's coming out of it, a new (laughs) butterfly of Aaron Rodgers. He needed it because he's going to the Jets. 
Well, no, so, but, like, but the bet. Jets have the offensive player uh, rookie of the year and the defensive rookie yeah. of the year. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. The Jets have a bright future. And it's weird to say, but the, I don't disagree. The only problem is they're going to have to trade for him. So how much is the trade for Rodgers yeah, worth? It's going to be a lot. There was one that was a comp, a third, a first and a third this year, and a first and a third next year, hmm. plus a player. Oh, wow. I was like, that's a lot, yeah. considering Rodgers is like massive cap hit. But I right. wonder if um, the, uh, the, the Jets might not have to pick a lot of that up. So I don't know. Yeah, and like that's where the compensation is, right? So like if if they've got to pick up a lot of that salary, mm-hmm. then it's going to be less compensation and so on right. and so forth. Why? Because of cash considerations. <laughs> so you know you always have to take that in consideration. Yeah, I also have I have Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets as well, and I keep thinking I was just thinking about this while we were talking about this. Can you imagine Aaron Rodgers with Gabriel Wilson at wideout? Oof, like that. I mean, Gabriel Wilson was already awesome. This year? Garrett Wilson, you mean? Uh, yeah. Why'd yeah. you say Gabriel? It's I have fine. no idea. I don't I, know either. I knew it started with a G. Hey, listen. It, it, this is just payback for all the times. Yeah, it's fair. John and Jack Flaherty. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, listen. Now I can I can picture him and I knew <laughs> I knew his last name. Hey, I mean he was the offensive player of the year, or rookie of the year. Yeah, no so big deal. No yeah, big it's deal. Fine. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, I think Aaron Rodgers will be happy with the Jets. Uh they actually have a half decent O line. Yeah. Uh, Makai Becton's coming back at left tackle, so that's going to be good. That's for big. Uh, the Raiders, who you have them getting? Will Lewis. I think they're going to draft him. I think I think that as well. I think this is a slam dunk. He ends yeah. up he ends up there. I think he is the number one, um, the week one starter for the Raiders for sure. Agreed. Uh, Commanders. The Commies, I think they're going Sam Howell because they've already said that he's going to be their starter. Yeah, I think so as well. They might shock us and like, you know, draft a guy. Yeah. But I, I don't think they do because they just took Howell this, this past year. I think they just ride and die with him. The enemy likes him, so that's pretty easy for me. Exactly. Now we get into the turmoil. Yeah. Let's get into the big turmoil. Uh-huh. Saints, who do you got? Ryan Tannehill. Whoa! I know. That's a name that hasn't spiked with them. I know. That's why I'm going with it. I'm being bold here. Fair enough. Be bold. I know everyone just wants to think, oh, Derek Carr is going to be a Saint. And I, I, see, I, see, I see the logic, but... I think I think the Saints are going to go different, and they're going to go with kind of a you know what Ryan Tannehill is. He's not going to wow you, but he's a solid. I think he's a solid starter in the NFL. Does Michael Thomas come back? No, and that means that you need a quarterback that can actually get the ball to somebody, you know, in relative stride, and that's Derek Carr. That's fair. And here's the thing: I think the car. I think Carr met with the Saints, mm-hmm. and the Saints went. We can't give up draft capital to get you, so you need to get cut. And everybody knew he was going to get cut if right. the Saints didn't get a trade done. And Carr, the way his contract was stated, needed to get cut early. So, like, the Saints are like, we're not giving up anything for him. And so the Raiders are like, oh, fine, we'll just cut him. Yeah. And now he's free to sign with the Saints. And what's great about that is the Saints have to pick up a little bit of Car's money off of the Raiders if if they do draft him or they do sign him, excuse me, and then, but at the same time they still keep their draft capital, which is huge. So yeah, I have I have I have Car going to the Saints. Yeah, I mean that's I mean th- th- there's been a lot of a lot of word out there that Car to the Saints. I I could see it for sure, but 
Yeah, I'm going a different route. I'm uh, going long shot here with Tannehill. All right, it's fair. Uh, let's go to the Falcons. This is where I have Ryan Tannehill. Okay. I think it just makes sense. He's a stopgap for them um, until Ritter is ready. I think Ritter needs one more year holding the clipboard. And, uh, you know, Tannehill ends up being the week one starter for them. Uh, goes back to the AFC South, or sorry, NFC South. Um, you know, going to a South, but just the opposite side. So, yeah. Uh, that's where I have Ryan Tannehill. At. Boy, you keep teeing me up. I'm going with <laughs> Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you for Ritter. I mean, that makes the most sense. And like I, I agree that. I agree that he, he probably definitely needs to carry clipboard another year. But I think, I think they're gonna give give him the shot and uh, see what they got. I think teams are NFL teams are just too impatient to like let a quarterback sit for a year or two when they need it. I guess that's fair. But, I mean, Tannehill's a better option, so that's the reason why I go there. Yeah, I don't disagree. All right, let's go to the Titans. Uh, who you have going there? Derek Carr. Okay, that's interesting. Because the Titans, they're they're a quarterback away from being, the, like, winning the division. And, I mean, it's not a, a strong division, as we've already stated. But, like, I, I'm a huge Derek Carr fan. Like, I think, I don't know what happened this past year with the Raiders, but I think he's better than that. Right. And I think a change of scenery with a good defensive team, like the Titans. I did see that they did uh, release Taylor Luan today. So that's a huge loss. On the and left Bobby side. Trees. And Bobby Trees. So that's a huge loss to the left side of the offensive line and a receiving option. But I think uh, I think they'll fix things up, and I think Derek Carr is going to be their starter. All right, that's fair. I'm going to take Malik Willis. I think the Titans go to a let's just ground and pound it game okay. and see what Malik Willis is. And if they are awful – then they win the they win the sweepstakes. Yeah. Um and if you don't know what the sweepstakes is, it's 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 uh Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Um so I think they go, okay, well let, let's see what happens with Willis and if it if it doesn't go well, we win the sweepstakes. If it does go well, then we know exactly what we have in Malik Willis and what we drafted him for. So I will say it was pretty I'm I'm a Colts fan. We had the fourth pick in the draft. We already know that they're gonna pick a quarterback. And I'm thinking, gosh, why this was a, a year too early. Yeah. Because like I, I want Caleb Williams, but I don't want to stink again for a whole year just to try just to maybe get the number one pick. Right. So, so. it makes it a little tough. Yeah. All right, let's go to Tampa Bay, the Bucks. Who you Ooh, got? I'm going Jimmy G. Yeah, same. I think it just makes sense. They're win now mode. They need a veteran quarterback. Not that I think Jim, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is like an awesome like Pro Bowl annual Pro Bowl quarterback, but he, we know he can win football games. Can you just not turn the ball over and you know be good at handing the football off if need be? And they have a good defensive team and they'll bounce back. And hey, look, another uh, Tom Brady backup uh, gonna take over for him. Right. And here's the thing with Jimmy G, and this is the reason why I take him as well. I think they have a decent enough running attack that can take pressure off Jimmy G. That's what you need. Yeah. And he's got good enough weapons on the outside that he can get him the ball in space and they can make moves. Yeah. So it just makes sense. Uh, Rams, I think they're kind of ride or die with Matt Stafford. Yeah, Am I they, right? They don't really have any other choice unless unless they want to bring Baker Mayfield back. No. Shut up. <laughs> That's done. Yeah. That's over. All right, uh, Packers. I think it's as easy that yeah. Aaron Rodgers moves on, and they just yeah. hand the gambit right off to Jordan Love. He looked good. Yeah, uh, this is, past year, which I didn't think would happen. I, I, I'm not a Jordan Love fan. I didn't like that they drafted him, and the moments that we saw early, like the first year, wasn't that great when he had the opportunity. But he had some some moments last year where he looked competent, 
And it, we both have Aaron Rodgers moving on to the Jets, getting traded there. So it's it only makes sense that Jordan Love's going to be the Packers quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to the Baltimore Ravens. I think this is Lamar Jackson. And the reason why I say that is because Harbaugh literally sat there and came out and said 200% chance he's our starter. Right. Uh, I think there's going to be contract disputes. I think there's going to be craziness. I think Lamar Jackson finally gets that contract done. Yeah. I think he takes a small, and I say small, I mean super small hometown discount mm. to stay with the Ravens. Yeah. Um, but he gets the guaranteed money yeah. for the discount. So it's not a record deal, but it'll be guaranteed money, mm-hmm. and that's what he he'll care about more. So that's the reason why I think Lamar ends up in Baltimore. Yeah, I don't see any other way that Lamar Jackson leaves. I think Baltimore will get it done. Yeah, there'll be some some back and forth, some disagreements, some public, you know, ridicule. But at the end of the day, I think they'll get it done before the season. All right, let's go to the two teams out west. Let's start with the one that's a little bit more obvious. Let's go to the 49ers here. All right. Uh, I think it's Brock Purdy. The yeah. only reason why there's a question mark here is literally because he is going to come back and his timeline off the UCL uh, is is like end of August. Yeah. Like middle to end of August, which mm-hmm. means he would get one start in preseason and that's after he like can start ramping throwing. Yeah. So you, you're a little nervous about that. But, I mean, it's it's Brock Purdy. Like it, it, it he's the only quarterback really on roster that – that him and Trey Lance, like, do you yeah. really do you really trust Trey Lance after what Brock Purdy did? Right. Do you trust Trey Lance? I don't. I mean, to play devil's advocate, because I do think Brock Purdy is going to be the starter. To play devil's advocate, you did use a high draft pick for Trey Lance. I'm not disagreeing with so, that. So it's almost like I feel like teams sometimes like they look at not only contract but like oh we drafted you high so we like bet on you and they actually did move you know, a lot to get to move up to get Trey Lance. It's almost like they they're putting themselves in a situation where they have to give him a shot as the starter. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. But I do think Brock Purdy, he I mean, he showed a lot last year. Like he can manage this offense. He can succeed and thrive in it. And their offense was better with him under center than any other quarterback. And they had more than one uh, under center. So I do think Brock Purdy is going to win the job, but it does make it is interesting. By the time he, his UCL is right, it's 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 right it's right whenever they they need to make that decision. Yeah, so that's that's what makes it tough. Yeah, but I still think it ends up being Purdy. Me too. All right, last quarter or last team up for discussion is the Seattle Seahawks. Parker, who do you got? I think they're going to franchise Geno. Dude, that's, that's the easy way out. That's I know, a tough franchise. But tag. I think they're going to franchise them. And, of course, the funny thing, it's just funny to think about because neither one of us are Geno Smith guys, but we both have to admit he had a really good year last year for Seattle. Right. And he's kind of – he's he's earned the franchise tag, yeah. which is crazy to think that a guy that we both don't believe in is going to get that kind of money. But Yeah, I mean, listen, here's the thing. I, I am out on franchise tagging Geno Smith. <laughs> So here's what probably happens is they say, well, we're done with Geno. Let's just ride Drew Locke and play the Williams sweepstakes. Yeah, yeah. But here's what I actually think they might do. Crazy enough as it seems. Hit me with it. Pete Carroll loves his late-round quarterbacks. Yeah. This quarterback is a gamer, just a straight-up gamer. Knows how to win. Uh-huh. Knows how to win clutch. Has a little bit of that ego 
checking it. Mm-hmm. But he knows when to make, you know, knows when to tone it down and get the job done. Stenson Bennett gets drafted in the fourth round by the Seattle Seahawks out of Georgia mm-hmm. and is their starter week one. And they still end up getting to play the Caleb Will or K- Caleb. Yeah. yeah Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. Why do I think it's wrong every time? The <laughs> Caleb Williams sweepstakes. They still get to play it. Because Stenson Ben is a fourth round quarterback. Right. If he ends up being great, you get a, a dirt cheap quarterback for four years. Yeah. And if it turns out turns out bad. You win the Williams sweepstake, right. and Bennett's a decent backup. Like yeah. you can't go wrong with this if you're Seattle. I like you it. save money because yeah. you don't franchise Geno, and by not franchising Geno, you get to keep all 31 million in cap space that you currently mm-hmm. have for next year, and you're spending what, you know, fifty. Sorry, you know, a million on Stenson Bennett. Yeah. After his signing bonus and whatever. Yeah. So now you got thirty million dollars to hand out to free agents this year, and then if you don't hand it out, you can go big next year if you win the sweepstakes and surround your, you know, young potential next prince that's promised quarterback <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with a bunch of weapons. I like it. Like it's it's a win win scenario if you're Seattle. Yeah. Like you, nobody expected you to win this year. Yeah. So when you did win, and then you had the the. Also, it's it it was like absolutely made sense that you exited early. Mm-hmm. So you exit early, so then you you end up keeping number twenty, like that's where you're picking this year at twenty. Yeah. Not bad, and and you sit there and you can take Stenson Bennett in the fourth round. You can get some talent around him this year. I don't know who they have him mocked that to, but like you you're at you're at thirty million on the cap right now. Yeah, thirty million, thirty-one million on the cap. Like you, you've got all the room in the world, and you get a quarterback that you could possibly win with. And if he stinks, like he very well could, right? Then you end up winning the sweepstakes for Williams. And the thing is, like, look, I don't know Stetson, Stetson Bennett is going to be a great NFL quarterback, but you know what? Neither neither of us thought Geno Smith could be a good quarterback. Well, he wasn't for a while, and then. Yeah, all of a sudden, but he this out year, to be okay. they they have some pieces on offense to surround him with, so it's not like he has sense of better doesn't have to come in and be like the savior, right? Right? Like he 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 can hand the football off. They have good weapons on the outside with Metcalf and Lockett. Like I like I think I think the easy way out, and which is what they'll probably do, is franchise Geno. Um, but I like I like your plan better. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just go over the differences uh, that we have. I've got uh, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. We're literally flipping between Houston right. and Indy. Uh, Carolina, I've got Darnold, and you've got Anthony Richardson, them drafting. I have them drafting him, but having Darnold be the starter. Okay. Um, and then Derek Carr and Tannehill uh, for the Saints is who we have, but I have Tannehill going to the Falcons. You have Carr going to the Titans. Yes. And then we both have the rookies of the respective teams from last year. So they'd be second-year players actually starting. Me, Willis, for the Titans. You, Ritter, for the Falcons. Yes. Um, and then we we both are a little different on the Seahawks here as I got Bennett and you got Geno. But I like yours better. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a great plan. It is. And we were talking – I was talking with Derwin about it today. I said – Dude, just draft Sense and Bennett in the fourth round. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, wow, that is actually the play. 
Yeah. So that's why I brought it here. Did he like it? I I mean we really we didn't really go into it that much. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really lay out the plan like I did here because I I thought about it later. Right. You know what I mean? Like if I had laid out the plan, he probably would have been like, "Oh man, I do like that." Derwin, hit us up on Twitter at the Sports GPS. Give us your thoughts on Stetson Bennett being your quarterback. Yeah, let us know. And then if you if you think there's uh, some crazy quarterback out there that we didn't think about or. Maybe we're completely nuts, and the commanders draft somebody at 16. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, wherever. Hit us up on the socials, at the Sports GPS, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you know, anything and everything you can find. We're on social media there, at the Sports GPS. Yes. Find us. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Parker, you got anything to say to the fans? No, just, uh, oh, we, we do plan on – Okay, so rock fight bracket. We right. do plan on making T-shirts mm-hmm. of that. Um, thank you for your help for those that voted in our final four. Uh, we're really proud of the rock fight, you know, because every everyone likes to talk about. Okay, what were the best games this week? Now we're gonna give you what were the worst games yep. we did, and uh, we gave you our rock fight of the year. Yeah. So I mean, did you know? Check it out. We we'll get the merch up. Yeah. And it'll be fun and exciting, and I can't wait for that. All right. Well, like I said, that's going to wrap it up. Season 3, Episode 42, for all of us here at the Sports GPS. Parker White. CJ Holly. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.